0: Hey, y'all, and welcome back to This Is Your Life podcast, a podcast all about how to become the best version of you, finding who you really are, improving yourself, feeding your soul, and exploring new ways to grow in each area of your life. I hope you guys had an amazing week. Possibly you're starting to decorate for the holidays as we are now in December. Um, As I've previously spoken about, I was decorating back in the beginning of November because I just really love decorating for Christmas. Um, But actually this week I'm pre-recording a couple episodes today and this is the first time that I'm recording more than one in a day. Normally I record the audio on the same day that I post the episode, so on Mondays. But I'm trying to start a backlog of episodes. That way, if I, for some reason, one week can't record, maybe I'm sick, maybe I'm on vacation, um, I have kind of a backup of episodes that I can pull from. So hopefully, since I haven't done this before, hopefully I still have a voice at the end of this one and I can do the next one. But let's get into this week's episode. This episode is all about why astrology is so popular, why people love it so much, why people are following daily horoscopes um, and how that information can actually help shape our lives. So let's start with kind of what astrology is. Astrology is the idea that the placement of the sun, moon and planets within the 12 sections of the sky have an effect on our personality, daily activities and actually can help predict what might happen in the future. Most commonly known from astrology is your sun sign, and that's based off of the placement of the sun at the moment you were born. Along with your sun sign at birth, a birth chart is created. And a birth chart, so it has 12 sections, and they're actually referred to as houses, so 12 houses. And that's kind of the structure of your chart. It looks like a giant um, wheel almost that's broken down into the 12 houses. And those 12 houses are in the same place for everyone. But mapped within the structure of the chart, within the 12 houses, is each sign and which house or part of the sky that they were in at the time of your birth. And that's the same thing for the planets. So the planets and the signs mapped within the structure. And depending on where the signs and planets are, and whether they are called rising or falling at the time, is what allows us to interpret one's personalities, um, events throughout their lifetime, big milestones that they might experience, when they might experience that. Um, Looking at personality alone, there's four main components of the chart, which are your sun sign, your moon sign, your ascendant, and your chart ruler most commonly talked about is our sun sign. So that is like when someone comes up to you and says, what sign are you? Or you see a post on social media comparing each sign to a different makeup look. Those are what are called our sun signs and descriptions of sun signs or horoscopes tend to be very general, which I'm sure you've noticed if you've read them, but that's because there are 12 zodiac signs describing the entire population. So the entire population is broken down into these 12 different sun signs, and then they're being described. This gives them more room to apply to thousands and thousands of people compared to if they were more specific to an individual person, like if you had someone breaking down your birth chart, which is a lot more complex. So why are we attracted to such... A generalized description of our day and what it could be like. Why do people go to astrology websites or rummage through the newspaper every day to read their horoscope? Well, first off, what does astrology give us? When specifically do people decide to learn more about astrology and follow their horoscopes? And we've seen that it's during times of uncertainty and feelings of high stress. Horoscopes are quote-unquote predicting our daily lives And astrology helps us to learn more about our own personality, why we relate to others the way we do, how big events happen and when they may occur, and how to handle them. It gives some certainty to an uncertain world, and especially in uncertain times. Okay, but who is the audience that astrology websites are addressing? Who's their target audience? Overwhelmingly, it's millennials. In the last five years or so, astrology... Astrology has jumped in popularity with some sites saying that even between the year 2016 and 2017 if they posted about astrology any website their views would go up by 150%. And we're noticing that those viewers and readers are more often than not millennials. But this makes sense. Millennials are more stressed and worried compared to older generations. They're experiencing important milestones later in life than their parents or grandparents and are growing up with less money and are working more than ever before to live the same as their parents. Along with stress from general living as classical career and career paths become less and less traveled and access to other career paths become more accessible, millennials are searching for purpose and meaning more than ever before. They've got even more paths that they can follow, which can be so exciting for many people, but also very nerve wracking for others. This generation has been referred to as the purpose generation. Yes, don't get me wrong, every generation and most people experience the search for a purpose. But this generation has truly begun talking about it more and helping each other figure it out, which is really important. And one of the tools this generation is using is astrology. Even though astrology is considered a pseudoscience, flocks of people refer to their horoscopes every day. They have people read their birth chart for them to see where their life will take them. And at the end of the day, they're looking for reassurance that everything will be okay. We are looking for any form of a path to follow to find what we are looking for, happiness. So how can we find that without reading your horoscope every morning? What can we actively do to assist in finding our purpose? Well, to give you some background on my own journey... I am still figuring out the specifics of my purpose, but I know what my general purpose is, and that is to help people. I have always been the type to be there whenever someone needs me. I have a soft heart and I'm very empathetic, and I feel happiest when I'm helping out anyone who needs it. I'm not entirely sure what exactly I'm gonna do with this, but I'm working through different channels of helping others and mixing what else I enjoy to figure that out. I like to think of purpose as a tree. You have your trunk, which is your overarching goal. For example, every time you think of your dream job or jobs you would like to do, what they have in common. This for me, again, would be helping others. And then you have your branches and how your purpose bleeds into different areas of your life. Work, friendships, relationships, your health and activities you enjoy. And that entire system from roots to leaves is your path. Now when I look back at the jobs I have wanted and really debated on working towards my, throughout my entire life, they were mainly a social worker, a writer, a dietitian, a psychologist, and a business owner. Now that you, you could say that a writer and business owner are not necessarily careers geared towards helping people, but in my world they were. I have been writing and creating stories and sharing my own stories since I was young, in high school, I wrote a lot about my own experiences and stories to help others, similar to what I'm doing with this podcast. In college, I had a fitness blog sharing tips and tricks from how to pick the best pair of running shoes to what counting your macros mean. I have always used my writing to help inspire others or even create a funny story to brighten their day. When it comes to the idea of owning my own business, there have been a couple different ideas, but again, ranging from the fitness world to sustainable fashion to something like what I'm doing now, creating a self-improvement podcast. For a long time, I tried to run from what my purpose was because I wanted to want something else. I thought for a long time that my only option in the area of helping others was to work in the medical field, and I didn't want to do that. Don't get me wrong, working in the medical field is an amazing career, and I highly respect all who do, but most of my family does, and I just didn't want to follow in that path. And I wanted to be able to utilize my creativity in whatever I chose to do. And so I ran for my purpose. I went to school as a business major for a while and hated it. (laughs) Yes, a business degree can be applicable to so many different industries, but during that time, I decided to go into marketing, which is exactly where I shouldn't be. Two years of working my butt off for a job I didn't want and I finally decided enough was enough and took a break from school. Since then I have worked a couple different jobs, worked on so many different personal projects and I have finally accepted what my purpose is and committed to following whatever path that may lead me down. For me realizing my purpose is very generalized and over time I know it will become more and more specific but for now I have to keep my overall goal in mind I know I'm know and know that I'm moving in the right direction. I feel like most people have a somewhat similar experience. I think that at the end of the day, we do know what we want. We at least have an idea of what we want to do with our lives. And again, this doesn't have to be specific. It could be, I know I want to be creative. I want to create something. It could be, I want to work in a solo environment and be my own boss or show my individuality. It could be, I want to work with my hands, or it could be, I want to work with people and I want to help people. As we grow up, we take personality tests, we take aptitude tests in school to find out what we may be best at. We ask our friends how they would describe us, and we explore worlds of different options. The specifics of it all, the branches of our tree change over time, but the trunk itself, the basis of it all, stays rooted in who we are. You may at one point decide you want to be a lawyer and the next you realize you want to be a doctor or a teacher, but you knew at the end of the day you wanted to help others and it was finding which avenue was best for you. You may also find that more than one of those statements applies to you. You want to be your own boss, but you also love working with your hands. And that's okay. We are not one shade of a single color or one side of a coin. We are ever-evolving, complex creatures, which is what makes things sometimes more difficult, but also so much more exciting. If you can identify what your overall goal is, the next step is to explore what that means. But let's back up for a moment. How do I, do you identify what lies within the trunk of your tree? What is your general generalized purpose? Now, some of these are going to sound really corny, but just stick with me. All of those personality quizzes or what job should I pursue quizzes can actually be really helpful. Now, I don't mean take one quiz and choose a career based off the first result, but take a couple of them, explore the different answers, and compare them. What do they each have in common? Are you continuously getting the same result? Which answers do I like and agree with? Explore that further. Whenever I would take quizzes that I would I would always get the answers social worker or teacher. Now, I've learned that neither of those careers are right ones for me, but they both have the same running theme throughout. throughout. Wow. <laughs> Helping others. There are so many different quizzes out there, from 10 question who am I quizzes to the Myers-Briggs personality test. If you have never heard of or taken the Myers-Briggs personality test, I highly recommend it. I learned so much from that about why I do certain things that I do, more of my strengths and weaknesses, and so many different websites will also give examples of what jobs could be a good fit for those falling into that personality type. I'm going to link the test in the show notes for anyone who wants to take it and find out what their personality type is. And for anyone wondering, I am an INFP. In addition to taking those quizzes, talk to the people around you, the people who are close to you, Ask your parents, ask your friends, ask your coworkers. Ask them what they believe your strengths and weaknesses are and what they could see you doing. It may surprise you to hear what those around you see in you. It may also be helpful if you can ask your parents about your childhood, what you always excelled at, whether it was a subject in school or a strong personality trait, what you talked about wanting to grow up and be as a child, and what they imagined you doing as you grew up, where they saw your life going. Obviously, these responses are biased to their own views and beliefs, and you know yourself better than anyone, but especially when you're feeling overwhelmed and confused, these opinions may give you some beginning direction. Take note of these different responses and compare them to quizzes you've taken and your own view of yourself. Make a list of activities you enjoy, what you know to be your strengths and weaknesses, and any aspects of a job that you know that you want. Find the similarities and what they have in common. And at the end of the day, go with your gut. Listen to what your soul is telling you and don't try to run from it like I did. (laughs) Once you've gone through this process and understand yourself better and have an idea of what you want, now you get to experience the journey of growing your branches and leaves, aka finding the specifics of your purpose. And the great thing about this, just like a tree, you don't have just one branch, one quality, one trait, one thing that is your purpose, that you love and excel in, you get to be this well-rounded, developed human being. And in my humble opinion, the best way to find these things are through trial and error. Because at the end of the day, you don't know what you are good at or what you will love until you try. I never would have known that I'm pretty good at training adults until I became a trainer and then manager at my job. I would have never known that I enjoyed speaking into a microphone to try and help people until I tried. And trust me, as someone who does not enjoy the sound of their own voice, this is a biggie. Each time you try something new, you're getting closer and closer to growing a new branch on your tree. Even when you find something you don't like, not only have you dwindled down the list of what you might enjoy, you can also take so much more from that one experience what specifically you didn't enjoy, and if anything, what you did enjoy. And you can use these responses to get a clear picture of what to try next and weed out what you might not want to try. This journey is going to be longer for some people and shorter for others, and I do, rea- do realize that that can be extremely frustrating. Trust me, I am still going through this process, and I think to an extent we are going through this process almost our entire lives. As long as we continue to try new things and learn more and more about ourselves, every even just paying attention to what you like and dislike about the activities you've been doing for years, you are learning new things about yourself and developing the leaves at the end of each branch. Just like a tree, we are ever-evolving and growing creatures, but it takes a lot of effort, love, and don't forget the direct sunlight. <laughs> we humans need our vitamin D. Wow, that was so cheesy. I'm sorry, but it was pretty good, right? If you are someone who loves reading your daily horoscope and following your birth chart, I promise I'm not dissing your activity. I have my own birth chart on my phone and love seeing what people compare to being a Leo. I am a strong fire sign and I follow those characteristics. But what I mean to say is that it's okay to want some reassurance that everything is going to be okay. It's okay to want some blind direction towards a purpose when you feel like you don't have one. But you do, and deep down, you do know what it is. Exploring different aspects of who you are and what you enjoy will help you get there. It just takes a little bit of fine-tuning. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope you were able to find some inspiration in this episode and possibly a little bit of direction to help you on your journey. I'll be linking in the show notes a link to the Myers Briggs personality test, a webs and a website to find what your birth chart looks like, and my new Facebook page for this podcast. Please go follow and like. It's facebook.com/slash this is your life podcast. And guys, if you have any suggestions or requests for episode topics, you can email me at this at gmail.com. And remember, guys, this is your life.